Sports. I'm Sean Majors here with Matt Hankins and Matt. Week four is in the books. How are Football, you? Oh, you're so crazy. Football is just having a moment right now, guys. It's giving me life. So many vibes. So, so many, many vibes. vibes. So many vibes. Too many vibes. Too many vibes. I think I did hear whoever was commenting or commentating. Look, I, let me let me get a quick apology out of the way. You are um, higher than a giraffe. I am not higher than a giraffe's <laughs> ass, but I have uh, provided the state of Georgia five of the most quality hours of, of wrestling over the last two days, of which I myself had to wrestle two matches. So too I, many too matches. Too many matches. Too many bumps. Um. So I am. Not my usual perky self. I apologize oh, for no. that, but I'm going to fight through, and we're going to get through this thing. Well, well yeah, you look great. Uh, at some point during the commentary of the Alabama game, Kool Aid takes his helmet off to reveal that he's got a couple of uh, dyed hair, dyed twist up there, and I just hear the commentary goes, "You know, it is a vibe. It's a vibe." I hate <laughs> what it. Are we doing? I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Which Let's- also reminds me before um, I, I have in the 2000s late 90s Alabama always perpetually played at the seven o'clock game on ESPN um yeah and those games were often commentated by I think it was Todd Boobin Blackledge and a guy whose name I always forgot and I've forgotten his name again uh Brad Smith um but I miss Brad Smith real bad he's the one that the clip went around this week about him saying he was just talking about Britney Spears right in overtime before <laughs> Georgia beat Alabama and Blackledge just couldn't understand like what are you doing you used to have uh dreadlocks for our listeners who uh don't know you by face uh-huh. uh did you ever did you ever dye any of them I I would bleach the tips mm. we were it was not a time of actual hair dyeing that hadn't really come into vogue just yet Sure, sure. Um, well, you know, you mentioned uh, Kool Aid, uh, so let's let's start there. Let's start with Alabama. Um, initial thoughts from Alabama's fifty-five to three win over Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt is not back. Like, <laughs> just not back at all. Why did the Why did the broadcast insist on saying insist on saying like, oh man? Um, uh, you know, Vanderbilt hasn't scored a touchdown against Alabama in 5,000 something, something days. And it's like, yeah, they're Vanderbilt. A, they're Vanderbilt. B, we play them two times every 14 years. Absolutely. So yep. that's not as, that is the shat. That is a shat. That is 100% shat. And it's also a shat that Vanderbilt hasn't scored a touchdown since that guy with the unusually high voice said, Alabama, you're next. Like, okay, guys, I get it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like that, my takeaway was the same as my <laughs> takeaway from La Monroe and Utah State. Like, good game, guys. I did like what I saw. They look more like the Alabama I've been expecting. The wide receivers got some separation, uh, yeah, made some yeah. catches. Uh, but uh, the, the overlying theme of this whole season is last week don't matter. Enough. Nothing matters. Like anything can happen, which we'll get into a lot of that stuff later on. But like, you, there are no takeaways to be taken away. Like, yes, did the running game look better? 
it did, but it was against Vanderbilt. So that is the thing that colors everything. It was against Vanderbilt. Um, did you think that, uh, you know, we saw a little bit of leadership uh, emerging to the surface in the wide receiving core with uh, Ja'Cory Brooks? Uh, yes. Yes. Ja'Cory Brooks looked to have said, look, Burton, I know you got all the hot. <laughs> you got yeah. all the press. You look great in the opening game, but y'all guys aren't doing it. I'm just going to go get some dirt because even some of the catches Brooks had, he was not open, like no. didn't create a lot of space. So that's just a physical limitation that those guys have. Everybody can't be Williamson and, and, and uh, Chucks. Who was the other guy? Mechie. Well, Mechie was more of in these guys' vein. Who was the other speech? At any rate, again, sorry, it's been a long weekend. Um, but <laughs> not everybody's just going to have burner speed. Devontae Smith. Jesus Christ, he won a Heisman Trophy. Jalen Waddle. Not everybody's just going to have these physical talents that allow you to be butt naked open in in the end yeah. zone because you're just a superior talent who is also very good at running routes. These guys have got to be Norwood. These guys have got to be Slay Bold. And these guys have got to go just get open. Or if they're not open, they got to be able to make catches in physical hard catches. So that's what Brooks did last night. Um, defense, I know it's, I know it's at Vanderbilt, but you know, it's, it's 12 men on the field, uh, staring back at you. Uh, that's too many helped. men, too many men, <laughs> 11, too 11 many men, on the men. Field. sorry. I thought I was in college station for a second, um, <laughs> which we'll get there. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, 11, 11, uh, players on the field staring back at you. The defense still, um, only they kept Vanderbilt to 129 total yards. Yep. Uh, no doubt about it. The defense played well and has played well all year. If we're being honest, yes, they've had some times where they they made you look they made you angry because of just how out of sorts they look. But overall, the defense has played very well. Will Anderson looked like the thing Will Anderson is supposed to look like last night. Did was there a pass interference? Um, I don't recall one right off the bat, which means there at least wasn't fifteen of them. As, I, yeah. <laughs> as it feels like There's a lot of times. Definitely an annoying holding call uh, early on. But oh, also, my God, is the referees don't call face mask on Alabama. Uh, is that movement about to take off? Because I remember there was a big one that was missed in the Texas game. And there was a clear and obvious one missed last night. Um, trying to find the penalties here. Um But uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, you know, I, I think they're, I think Bama's in good shape. Um, but by you know, the virtue they, of the fact that we are not, we could not immediately point to, oh, that was a passive friends. That, that does show that the defensive backs were doing something. Um, of course. Absolutely. I will say this, Kool-Aid is a terrifying receiver from both sides. Yeah. <laughs> As a fan of my team and the other team, it is terrifying because it, it looks like Kool-Aid doesn't know what he might do at any given moment. Six penalties for 55 yards. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> Which is kind of insane. Still not it. great. I'll take it. Um, You know, so that, I, that still keeps uh, Vanderbilt under 200, you know, if you yeah. take into account how many yards they got. Um, well, let's, uh, let's go to the other side of the state and talk about oof, Auburn and Missouri. Uh, Auburn came into the game at home. Uh, a seven-point favorite, and I think what really hit me most watching this game is the Brian Harson completely looking out of place uh, truck commercials. 
<laughs> he is I'm less a, than two years I, in. I'm a guy who likes trucks, and I this is what I also drive. Uh, just talking about like we we are Auburn. Here at Auburn, <laughs> it's like man, everybody hates you, do. dude. Everybody hates you. The Auburn um, breed is in the rhino lining of the bed of the truck. <laughs> oh God, so gross. Um, Auburn came out to a hot start, fourteen nothing. Thought it was going to be a route. Uh, I guess Brian Harson let Twitter bully him into running the ball <laughs> ten times in the first fucking drive, <laughs> and then completely abandoned that game plan. This worked to perfection. Like I said on the radio the other day, you know, I think this is it's Ashford, right? That's the quarterback's name. Yeah, Robbie Ashford. I said Ashford is going to go out here and he's going to have a great game. He's going to give false hope and all the stuff, and that's exactly and that's how exactly it started. what happened. It's exactly how it started. And Harson said, "Nope, I'm putting the brakes on this. Stop. Start passing. I want to pass the football." Um, so that game was the worst <laughs> outcome. As you texted me yesterday, it was the worst possible outcome for all parties involved. Everybody is worse because of that game being. <laughs> um, you know, there was there was a, a chilling silence that fell over Jordan Hare um, when Ashford got hurt because Calzada's out for the uh, for the season. Uh, Finley's banged up. When Ashford went down, they went to fourth string quarterback, um, whose name, of course, I do not remember. Um, only for a little bit, Ashford came back in to to give uh, to try to give Auburn a little bit of life. But you know, we talked about previously Auburn their inability to move the football. Um, they didn't score <laughs> another touchdown after the uh, after the first quarter. Completely scored period. Full stop. They didn't score another touchdown. <laughs> and and let's be honest, whether it's um, the penalty on. Uh, the first uh, kick that uh, Carlson uh, missed, um, even though he missed the the makeup kick, um, <clears throat> the kind of dropped interception, I'm going to call it, in, in overtime. Um, the, again, another offsides penalty on the field goal that was good for Auburn in overtime. And then, of course, the just disastrous dropping the ball, the Leon Lett, like closer to the end zone than Leon Lett was. I'm, I mean, millimeters away from uh, from winning the game, and the ball is dropped right before the end zone. Auburn so had I, every opportunity to lose this. To lose I this watched game. Um, the first half before I had to go to the road to go wrestle, um, and it was Auburn was up fourteen to nothing. Things were looking like I expected them to look. Really, I was like, okay, yeah. I don't have to deal with this anymore. Well, by the time I make it down, get everything, and I'm on the road. Missouri has tied the game which is exactly what happens when it's Auburn. They're here to, to hurt me. So when I take my eyes off the TV, they blow it. Game gets tied. So they're teasing me to cut the game back on. I know that's what they're doing. And I want to experience this, but I also believe that, I, that the curse is real, and if I turn it on, they'll win. So eventually, curiosity gets the better of me. You're at home listening to it on the radio. No, I'm in my car, but I have the option. I had the option to pull it up on my phone and just watch it as I'm driving. Or I said, well, maybe I can cheat the curse and just listen to it on the radio. And so I pull it up on the radio and I'm getting the Missouri coverage. And here we go. It's happening, guys. It's happening. It's happening. They're going to kick the field goal. They're going to kick the field goal. So I pull up at a gas station 
and as we get it, they're about to kick the field goal. Missouri is at the end of regulation, which I think is the right call. Like, I think he did the right thing. I don't know why he didn't give his kicker a practice uh, whack or two. I don't know why I should. He didn't do that. I don't know why the kicker didn't take a practice whack or two. <clears throat> but so I, I hear them miss the kick and I go in the store ranting and raving, raising hell. I'm furious with my wrestling partners. They're laughing at me because they know what's going on. We get back in the car and the overtime has started. Auburn's just kicked the field goal and there's the big run. And then there's the drop ball. So I'm hearing that through the Missouri eyes. And they understand like everyone else does that this is clearly a fumble and this game is clearly over, but they are holding out hope for this. Routine. Oh yeah. 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 And it's, I sure hope I'm not wrong. I'm, I sure hope I'm wrong guys, but I don't know. <laughs> Like, of course, this is what Auburn does. Did they you, don't help their own cause. They don't give me the fun that I want to have. They just no, ruin no, the day for everyone. And honestly, this kind of keeps the team just enough together to, like, have a couple heartbreaking losses in the slog that they have to go through for the rest of the schedule. Yep. Um, did you see Did you see the um, so the field goal that Carlson missed when it was offsides in overtime that he eventually kicked successfully the one that he missed with the penalty in overtime yes that was a stoink that it was, was an absolute stizoink it was like when you accidentally just the arrow is just all the way left <laughs> <laughs> but this fucker was supposed to be good and so he missed three out of four <laughs> well first of all why do we keep making carlson's to kick at auburn let's investigate that it's the colquitt syndrome let's just investigate that because it's not fair that they have a carlson machine that they just keep churning them out of <laughs> um well auburn uh you know they they host lsu they got to go to uh georgia um, they got to go to Ole Miss. Then they finally have a week off before Arkansas, A&M, Alabama, MSU. Well, okay. Do you think if they needed if this they, win, if that field goal goes in yesterday and Missouri beats them at the end of the, at, at the death of the game, does he get yeah. fired? Do they fire Harson that day? I think you have to. So you're absolutely. telling me the difference between keeping a man employed Mm-hmm. And not keeping a man employed is three points versus Missouri. Is a nineteen-year-old kicking a like not having a great day? So what is the difference? Why not fire him anyways? Yeah, I agree. But you know, you got to draw the line somewhere, right? Why make the drinking age twenty-one when it could be twenty or twenty-two? <laughs> you know, you got to you got to so, make a decision. So you wait a week. The buyout doesn't change. You wait a week, and then you lose by 25 to LSU. Well, you know, it's it's like what Tony Mack uh had had said when we were on at the uh the ump uh at umpsports.com. Listen wherever you are across the nation, 4:30 central on Friday, 5:30 Eastern. Um you know, uh there's kind of a a, a staring contest between Arizona State and, and Auburn because it's like, well, you know, We'll probably go ahead and hire Harson, but we don't want to pay the five million dollar buyout. Yeah, yeah, but just like again, just do it. What is it's monopoly money? It's yeah, monopoly. It is. Money. It is. Nothing matters. Um, 
so you uh this this game man there there were just so many games so that stupid game the auburn game ends and and i'm like all right what's next well the next thing that pops up on by on that channel on series it switches over we're at clemson wake forest overtime i'm like no this can't happen to me because clemson's going to do the same thing they do the same thing yep. too if clemson's yep. ever losing and i turn the game over so I know many it. teams did this clemson did it michigan did it uh usc did it texas a&m did it <laughs> this this was a wacky week where all of the except for oklahoma we'll get to all of the the favorites almost lost but didn't lose but didn't and like clemson wake forest I I'm never going to be in a position to give Wake Forest any credit because guys that I've got 41 years of Wake Forest data in front of me. I'm never going to be able to shake that off after a couple of good data points. I'm sorry. I just Not don't even Tim that. Duncan <laughs> can change things. Right. But you know, that game was relatively easily matched or evenly matched and Wake Forest probably should have won, but yeah, Clemson played a pretty good game. That is DJU's best game of the season. So it's not like Clemson was just dragging around. It was actually a really good game, just aggravating as all hell because Clemson didn't have the decency to lose it. Well, do you think DJ Ugalele did so That's well? That's not his name. His name DJ cannot U- can be ukulele. You can't be ukulele. DJ Ukulele, Tiny Tim Ukulele. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you think he 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 did so well? He threw for five touchdowns because when they were on the plane north, Davo kind of like got his arm around Tiny Tim Ugalele and said, see, hey, man. Right there. That's it right there. That's where you're going to be throwing touchdowns right and there. And he did it. That's what he did. he did. That's where he threw touchdowns. He, you know, he, they drove, they took a bus to the game and then did, Dabo rented a private helicopter just to take him up and show him the stadium <laughs> from the top to be right, able we'll to be, tell him. That's where we'll you be back. Be throwing touch we'll back. be back down in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Put these headphones on. Um, yeah, and so, uh, you know, we, we saw Clemson out last Wake, For- Wake Forest. Maybe Clemson's not the, the fifth best team in the country we saw michigan honestly outlast uh and out, out overperforming maryland team at uh in, in, in here's the a question house. from that michigan maryland game right yeah what the hell did harbaugh see in the early beginning of the year that made him think he had a quarterback controversy <laughs> i have no idea but this that's just harbaugh being harbaugh but this um you know, teams outlasting, surviving in situations like this, does it make, do you look at the Michigan and the Clemson scores and say those two teams are overrated or those are the teams that have what it takes to outlast tough games and make it to the playoffs? I, I used to be in the overrated camp. I'm not that anymore. Um, the game has changed. There are a myriad variances and variables that go into this soup now that used to not exist um the the transfer portal has changed what we think about the names on the front of the uniforms because we used to just think oh that's maryland over there well you don't know that might not be anything like the maryland team that was there last year because they might have picked up five dudes that you just didn't know because you can't keep up with all of it but so that has is a layer um I think the the kids are a little different these days is a layer. Um, 
it's just hard. It, the, the thing that I took away from yesterday is it is very hard to have t- these kids get up consistently to the same level every single week. It's yeah. very difficult. So to answer your original question, I don't look at it as guys being overrated necessarily, but I also don't look at it as, oh yeah, they're they're They can stick through and get through it. Like, no, like I think this thing is a, a wild card every week now. And the only teams that are really built for the long haul are the teams that just do not lose like that being undefeated like Ohio now, state, <laughs> right? Like being undefeated is really the true mark of you've got something special. And I know that obviously, yes, that's the case, but it's more important now than ever because you can lose every single week. Yeah. Unless and you're to, to make that point a little more clear, um, an Alabama team that had gone undefeated in say 1994, right? They might've beaten two good teams and everybody else they were supposed to beat. Um, I think the teams you are supposed to beat now is drastically reduced. That number is drastically reduced just because of, I don't know, Sean, maybe a little stat called havoc allowed. Havoc allowed. And one day we'll find out what that means. Um, you know, you mentioned the teams that just don't lose. And uh, honestly, Ohio State's one of them this year because I was I, I, I had my eye on that Wisconsin, Ohio State late start. I and I was like, maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> Over before it started. Uh, Somebody is going to have to win that awful other Big Ten division. And I feel what bad is, for whomever it is. What is the Hankins true score index of Ohio State 52, Wisconsin 21? It was actually 75 to 3. <laughs> you know what's what's the Hankins true score index of the Auburn Missouri game? It was uh it was <laughs> 17 it was, 14. It was floor full of Legos. <laughs> and I've got to go to the bathroom at night. <laughs> and that was one score and the other score was uh ants in my actual pants. Hankins true score into this. I would say seeing ants crawl up your colostomy back. That's good. That's good. That's good. Why is Jordan hair so fucking weird? Why is Auburn so weird? Mm -mm. You know what? I'm not doing it this time, Shawnee. I'm not. I know I'm being a bad partner, but I can't. I can't go. I can't put my hand back in that bag. I was. I was very, uh, very vociferous last time. I said a lot of things about all. No, 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 no. Well, you know, speaking of putting your hand in a bag and pulling out oh, a treat, it was we old. got a, a late night treat with Oklahoma, Kansas State. Um, Adrian Martinez looked like Superman in Norman. First of all, this is that this is, is going to happen. Adrian Martinez from Nebraska, right? From Nebraska, yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. does he still have eligibility? I feel like he's been on my TV. As a quarterback, for well, he and does I'm look not like he's thirty-five. Exaggerating, so. it's been at least eight years. I feel like this this <laughs> man has been in my life. Um, this is bound to happen, in Oklahoma. I mean, Venables isn't a Superman, um, and Oklahoma is bound to not have a third uh, superstar. Coach. Well, it happens every time K State comes to Norman. Yeah, <laughs> like they've won. What is it? They've won the last two at Norman. Yeah, yeah, they won two years ago. Yeah, so they've won their last two of – they've so their two last two out of three versus Oklahoma. Like, no, this is what K-State does to Oklahoma. 
Um, Kansas State 41, Oklahoma 34. Uh, USC, a game that I just completely slipped off my radar because it was like, Oregon State. The the bigger uh, issue is you couldn't have watched it. It wasn't, it wasn't on TV. It's Pac-12 oh, network. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, Vegas, I believe, had uh, USC favored at 13 and a half, and then a competing uh, agency had them at five. So pretty big gap. I think um, one of them's really good. The other one's not so much good. <laughs> I mean, at Oregon State uh, and USC slips by. Again, I think this is, we all know the the talent that USC has. So this is, you know, this is a, a good team hanging on and winning when they're supposed to. This one fits more in line with the point you were making earlier. Like, this is a game that I could look at that USC team, and I'd say two things about it. It is 100% a game that Clay Helton's USC would have lost by a couple scores, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it is also the kind of game Lincoln Riley would lose once a year. Sure. So both of those things were rectified because they won a game where the offense wasn't humming and Caleb Williams looked like a regular quarterback and not some sort of Superman. Um, but the defense has played really well. Here's some numbers for you. Um, I think they're love plus, numbers here at Thrust. I think they're plus twelve in the turnover margin. They were plus ten at the beginning of the, uh, before the game. I so yeah, that. I think they're plus twelve at the end, and zero is the number of turnovers their offense has had. Yeah. So four, ga- four games. That's like that's like AJ McCarron throwing two interceptions and in, you know ever Yeah, just that is <laughs> incredibly efficient and. That league is walkable. They can walk that league. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, didn't uh, Oklahoma almost lose to Army one year? With uh, Yeah, Lincoln Riley had one of those every year where he would almost lose one and then would usually lose one, or he would just save it for the first <laughs> round of the playoffs and really get the shit kicked out of it. Um, Northern Illinois uh, tried to um, – you know, they, they gave Kentucky a run for their money in Lexington, uh, but Kentucky won out 31-23. Northern Illinois is now 1-13 against the SEC. They're they had one... really good running backs <laughs> that year. Their one victory was, I believe, 2002 or three against Alabama when they had one Michael the Burner Turner in the backfield. Exactly. What are you going to do when the Burner Turner comes to town? <laughs> lose that game. You lose that game. Uh Moving on, uh, Texas A&M found a way to win, found a way to score more than 17 points. Um, I told y'all. I told beating, y'all I was worried about my hogs. I was worried about Arkansas, uh, 23-21 in College Station. Um, this is kind of like that Auburn-Missouri game. Um, not, I don't think it's a great outcome for A&M. It's, it's great, you know, if you want to say that Jimbo Fisher won seven games this year as opposed to six. but. Um, if I'm an a like fan, like obviously I enjoy the win. And if I'm an AM fan, I'm assuming that at this hour on a Sunday, I'd be doing something super fucking weird. Uh, or you're just napping because you were, I don't know, lighting a fire or like literally worshiping a fucking dog <laughs> at midnight. But what I would be worried about if I'm an AM reveal dot Texas reveal. It's Revely. Re- um, is that this is the Jimbo story since he's been there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shit the bed early. Get yourself out of contention for anything that you actually want. Get a win 
against Arkansas, usually in nine overtimes, go beat another team that you're not supposed to beat, given your current standing, and then lose one more later to keep yourself out of Atlanta. That's the story <laughs> he's telling. And he keeps telling the same story. And when a person reveals themselves to you, believe them. So would I be shocked if Texas A&M beats Alabama again? Yeah, a little bit with this team, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Would I be shocked if they beat an LSU and or, you know, would I be shocked if Texas A&M did everything they needed to do to finish one win out of the SEC championship game? Absolutely not. Wouldn't be shocked by it. But the problem is they just keep doing it. Um, the first time Maya Angelou was ever quoted on this uh, show, and it only took a Texas A&M game to do it. And it was Jimbo, the coach. Um, did you see his po- his on the field post game interview with his cool ass sons? With with his like he had like a he had his arm around one of the yeah. players, just like leaning on him, like right. hey, like a bully in a fucking eighties movie. We're doing. I, it. I hate that fucking. We're guy. doing it. <laughs> I like that he took a minute to put over Mississippi State is how hard it was to how hard it is to play there. Like he's really doing it now. Jimbo has learned his lesson about opening his fucking mouth in front of a microphone. Um, two dumb things I heard, and I can't remember who said it at this point, but um one of one of the two who were calling the game uh for um Missouri and Auburn. Uh, oh, it was it was RG three. RG three. <laughs> RG three. Uh, they were talking about how how tough it was when Brian Harson first uh, started coaching because it was in the middle of the pandemic, and then it, which you know this the story ended with with the observation, and it almost as seemed it seemed that Auburn has almost uh, social distanced themselves from winning. So I uh, that broke my brain. I tweeted about it, and RG three liked the tweet. So it's a big day. Oh for us. Big wow! Day for the show. We're in, guys. Um, also, uh, I think it was the Alabama Vanderbilt game when they had a stat that said, like, in on the field action, Vanderbilt has lost, like, blah 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 blah. I'm like, so what? What else? What else are we talking about then? What? What test taken? Off the yeah, field, <laughs> they fucking rule at test taking, guys. There's no question about it. They're really smart. It's and then not I'm, a shot. They're really fucking smart. And I believe it was RG three again at Auburn, Missouri, who said that um, the Missouri kicker is three for seven field goal wise. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never seen field place field, field goal wise. He's three for seven. <laughs> all kicks, all kicks ever. He also punts, so we don't know how to but, register that. But if I'm Arkansas, I'm also I'm feel exa- I feel those I feel exactly the same way. It's like, damn it, this is what we do every time we get yeah. here, we yeah. get our first test, and we pass one of them, and then we shit the bed. And if that game, and I love them, I love them hogs. But why did KJ Jefferson jump from the thirteen yard? I don't line? know. Like if in that play, get, that wacky play. If not for that wacky play, who knows? Who knows what happens? You're not maybe you're not in a position to have to kick a winning field goal that somehow hits the top of the upright. Also, people, um, while everyone's on TV saying we've never seen this happen, where the we kick a field goal and it hits the top <laughs> of the upright. I've seen it happen three times at least. It happened earlier this year in a Tulsa game, <laughs> like this year, this season in a Tulsa game. It happened. So, and we all talked I've, about it then too. I've we did never this seen that. 
I've never seen that. Um, really, the uh, probably the sexiest game of the week was Tennessee, Florida going into the day. Um, it happened like I thought it was going to happen. And I always forget that this is only the second time that Tennessee has beaten Florida in 18 fucking years. How far has the Tennessee program really fallen? They have found their man. Make no mistake, Josh Hype. This is a turning point in the program's history. They have found their man, Josh Hype, on the tracks, dude. But my God, it is easy to forget how bad they've truly been for decades, man. I hate it, man. I hate it. I really do. But and it's not even like this is not like an Auburn kind of hatred. This is not even like a robbery kind of hatred. This is just the I have to change my worldview, like. For so long, Tennessee has been an absolute fun joke, and you didn't have to worry about anything. Yeah. But, no, it is turning around. It is changing. Do I think Tennessee is going to win the East? No, because no. they still got some some stuff to work on. But, no, Hypel has put together a very good team. There's just no getting around it. Um, offensively, they are dangerous, and that's something that Tennessee hasn't been in since uh, T. Martin was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, – defensively they can do enough now florida is a helter skelter crazy uh bowling ball full of knives that could go anywhere and it could cut <laughs> anything it could cut the opponent could cut themselves doesn't matter um and you know that onside kick gets sideways at the end that thing still could they still could have lost that game but no it's so crazy man like florida how is how has florida become just that plucky bunch from gainesville that you that is well billy you're... napier right it's all billy <laughs> napier like you can't young tom waits is building something special we're down in gainesville <laughs> and the gators are gonna bite it <laughs> Oh, it's a rocket top. Uh-huh. Yeah. In Tennessee. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um Tennessee uh 38 And they're, you know, gonna be in the top ten now. Um and they should be. I mean, I mean like, no, no, I got they they this shit, was the battle for Hankins respect. It was the battle for Hankins' respect, and they got Hankins' respect. And I don't, I don't have. There is no bullet. Nope. Like, and if whatever happens the rest of the season, if they end up losing two or three games, don't care. Like they, they, this is fine, and they will. What, what is the, what is the trophy for Hankins' respect? It is a, it's just a trophy. It, it is a, I grab my chin, Uh and I just shake my head at you. So it's like a a Hankins bobblehead. It is. It really is. It's just like that a lot. Spite a lip a little bit, like mm-hmm. um, somehow NC State, the fastest growing growing program in college football, is number twelve, and they beat UConn forty-one to ten. Um, They're Utah, growing. Utah uh, really uh, had a game that was never in question against the uh, newly coached Arizona State Sun Devils. They won thirty-four thirteen. Um, Penn State. I uh, before you move on from that, like. I need this story to come out full. I don't need any speculation. I need a deep throat effort on the story of did Herm Edwards coaching staff leak things to get him fired? I need to know. I had no idea all that, all that happened until I saw like the, I need every tidbit and I need it all confirmed. I need it. Um, I guess there's not a ton else to talk about except for, 
Uh, Texas definitely not being back. Um, losing at Texas Tech, which is, despite their record, three and one, not a great team. I don't know. Like, I know that it's fun. And, like, I think it's fun to kick Texas. <laughs> like, that's become just – they've become very much like Tennessee, right? That yeah. This is a sort of a an annual rite of passage when Texas, when the official Texas is not back day comes, we get to laugh and poke fun at them. And sure, yeah, it's the best. I'm going to let y'all have that, but I don't know, man. Um, if I take all the data points from everywhere else in the league, and I'm telling you that Saturdays are just tighter now. Any, any given Saturday is more true now. They lost a game on the road to a, to a conference opponent. They didn't get blown out. Uh, they had, you know, uh, well, they, they missed a field goal or they hit a field goal to go up. So something wacky happened. Like they could have won. Da, 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 da. Like, I mean, it's a conference opponent, but let's let's not act like it's, uh, you know, I mean, Rutgers is a conference opponent of Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. And but they play in the Big 12. So everybody is some variant of Texas Tech. Every team <laughs> yeah. there is a variant of te- the Except best team, for Texas and Oklahoma. And well, the best team in that conference Oklahoma just State. lost to Kansas State at home. Yeah, yeah. So I can't overreact to Texas losing that game. I just how's our how's our Oklahoma State how's our Hokies doing? Where were the because I, I meant to look around and see what the Pokes were up to. Were they off this week? That seems crazy. They must have been off. It must have he's, been. He's not off. cut. He's not cut. He's not cut. But <laughs> I don't remember hearing anything about it. Did they play a team so divisional? Did they, did they play a team with three directions in the, in their name? <laughs> um, they uh, they are either off or they beat Arkansas Pine Bluff sixty three to seven. I don't know if that was this week or last week. Okay, so yeah, they play. They play. They're at Baylor on October first. There we go. There's October the, first where the. Uh, the mullet meets the rings. <laughs> but, yeah, I just – I'm not going to – and, I, you know, I have a soft spot for Texas and all that stuff, but I just – they lost a game. Like, okay, Texas loses a game <laughs> from time to time. Like, that's what happens. Oh, man. The the Texas – They're apologists. all behind Baylor in the Big 12. I don't <laughs> – Again, for a second straight year. Yeah. Oh, also Miami uh, – There's on. the one I'd like to sink my old teeth into. <laughs> Fine bomb said something like Miami continues to be the biggest scam in college football. He's not wrong, man. Like, okay, I want to be, I want to be fair in this, in these critiques. So Mario Cristobal, this is his first year as the head coach. Yeah. They have sunk in a lot more money. They've recruited well. All that's going to take time to materialize. Yeah, absolutely. However, anybody who gives out that many Miami jerseys to people who can't beat Middle Tennessee State? I mean, that's a tough. That's a tough loss, man. That's they're that's they're rough. superstar. They're going to change everything. They're Prince that was promised quarterback in waiting. That's finally shown up here and going to lead them to the promised G- land. Compared the, to Gino Toretta, the next Ken Dorsey got benched against Middle Tennessee State. In a game that was full of wacky numbers, did you know they are the <laughs> University of Miami is now 0-3 versus Middle Tennessee State what? in their history? No, I did not know They that. played twice in the 30s. 
Holy shit. Did you yeah. know that yesterday was the first time that Miami has ever scored on Middle Tennessee State? Oh, my God. Let that... me hit you with this one, Johnny. I want to hit you with this thing. Um, there's two numbers I'm going to give you. 16. Six, six and four. 16 oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. and 14. Okay. Do you want to have a guess what either of those numbers are? Uh, I'm going to say total first downs between for both teams. Like MTSU had 16, Miami had 14. MTSU scored 45 points. Uh-huh. They had 14 first downs. <laughs> and and Miami had 16? Nope. That 16 was the number of completed passes for the MTSU quarterback who had 460 <laughs> yards. I mean, yeah, they did it. They did it on big plays. And <laughs> and, and and that's the thing. Make no mistake, this game was never in hand. This game or, 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 or always in the hand. The Hankins true score index of this it game ain't. is 63 to 10. Middle Tennessee State. I mean, God, yeah, you're right. I forgot about the the 400 damn yards. It was 24 to three for a while. And they had close to 100 yards uh, rushing, I want to say. I mean, yeah, yeah. They gave up 507 total yards to MTSU at home. Not like, you know, Coral Gables is a big home field advantage, but still. They got mad at their quarterback for saying that last week. Yes, they showed him. We're going to show you by uh, continuing to not catch the bus to the damn stadium. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I don't know. Fine bomb is, uh, you know, he's in the business. He knows what he's doing, but Miami is still college football's greatest fraud is, uh, is a pretty deep cut, but it's absolutely like, okay. Crystal ball won the pack 12 twice in his tenure there. Um. I'd say big whoop to that personally, but he did it. Like he can, he can only win the conference he's in. Yeah. But, and this is, this conference isn't that much tougher. No, no, no. You get past Clemson, you get past Pitt. But recruiting is clearly what he's great at. However, should he not, Shawnee, if I told you right now that, Shawnee, if I told you tomorrow, Alabama is has to uh, Nazis have your parents. No, <laughs> they got. Them. I hate Nazis. They have them. They have your parents, and they are making Alabama play Middle Tennessee State tomorrow. <laughs> and but the only kicker is Alabama can only use, the only kicker is Ryan Flute. The only kicker is uh, Michael Proctor. Um, but Alabama can only use their signees from this year. Okay. That's the team that Alabama can field. How safe are your parents? I think it's 24 to win that game. I think it's 24, 10 Alabama. I think it like, it should be right. (laughs) It's not crazy to think that a big power conference incoming freshman class should again, folks, this is middle Tennessee state. No disrespect to the good people of Murfreesboro. No, no, no God, no. But there is a, a poster in my bathroom right now of a Middle Tennessee State player. It's it's they're hugging a North Texas player. 
But this shouldn't happen under any circumstance. And it again, this is a lot like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. This was not, oh man, wacky thing happened. Kick six, block field goal. What no, no. big play after it big was play. 24 to three <laughs> for a while. For a while. And then as Miami is clawing their way back into this, the it thing, was 24 the, to three from 1217 to 120 in the second quarter. The nail in the coffin is goal line stand by MTSU. Yeah, yeah. Followed by 98-yard completion in which MTSU receiver is running away from Miami defensive backs. And I I still think their defensive backs aren't that fast. So thirty-year-old reference now. Now it's crazy, right? As much of a disappointment as that was, I have to give out my legend at the bank of the week award. Legend at the bank of the week award. Uh Legend at the bank of the week. Mm -hmm. So this week's legend at the bank award goes of the week of the week goes to. Black male Tucker. <laughs> Last year, Black oh. male Tucker sent a young man. He might have. Did he send a young man to New York for the Heisman? Or was that um, was that that Michigan State running back whose name I forget right now? But at any rate, they had a great running back who who did great things, and that was the strength of that team was they would just run the ball, power football. Ugly it up just the way they like to do it in East Lansing. <laughs> this East Lansing right here. This East Lansing. You in East Lansing now. Um, they paid Blackmail Tucker a lot of money. Ten million, ninety-five million over ten years. Ninety-five million over ten. Ten years. million dollars a year because he beat Michigan. Uh huh. Uh-huh. What is their record, and how did they get there yesterday? Matt. Uh I don't know what their record is. It's bad. Two and two and two. It, well, it's better than I expected. <laughs> they were two and two, and they're staring down. They're going to Maryland, who almost beat they Michigan. were undressed by Washington and big penis energy. <laughs> and then who did they even play yesterday? I forget. Your Minnesota Golden Gophers. That's right. Row the boat. Minnesota they got the Golden shit Gophers. kicked out of them. 34 to 7. And the legend at the bank walked oh, into the bank this morning to withdraw his money. And they said, Coach, how'd it go yesterday? He said, It didn't go great. But we did put up a whopping. 38 rushing yards. <laughs> the strength of the team. Yeah, uh, right now, uh, you know, we're only a third of the way through the regular season, but uh, every win is costing Michigan State $5 million. <laughs> My hat is off to you, Blackmail Tucker, legend at the bank. Of the week, and that is our show of the week. Um, if you would like to tell us what we got wrong, like did Kansas State really beat Oklahoma two years ago? I don't know. I haven't checked. I just go along with whatever Hankins says. Uh, tweet at us at TTFFOOT ball. That's TTF football. Uh, like our stuff on Instagram at for the flag. We're never getting rid of that handle. Stop asking. And that's it. Goodbye. Go Niners. <laughs>